What is that? Yeah, what do you think, Puff? It's a fucking tool. No, it's not. It's a fucking rolling pin. Who are you, Franny Craddock? What are you gonna do with that? You're gonna bake me a cake? You're gonna sing me a song and watch me blow out my fucking candles? I come here for a fucking shootout, right? A proper shootout with some proper men. Like Colonel Custer and Geronimo. Have you ever heard of them? No. Because you were too busy in your penny baking fucking fairy cakes, weren't you? Which, this lot of fucking nonsense to a man. They're fucking nonsense. Get out of fucking way. Go on, get up. Go on, fuck off. Call yourself a fucking gangster. Shootout, right? It's a fucking shootout! Like a western. Wankers. Fucking embarrassing. Waste of our time. Fucking waste of our time. Welcome to Orsini's Uncensored Mind, and now your host, AJ Orsini. Uh, yeah. I'm feeling that. Na 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 na. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is AJ Orsini, and I am your host. Your host with the most, AJ Orsini, and I am bringing you Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I'm here. I'm finally, I'm finally fucking here. I've been toying with this podcast idea for, I mean, dude, like, like over like two years, about two years. I mean, before the 3000 podcasts that are out there right now came out long time ago, long time ago. Uh, this is not my first podcast. I used to be the co-host of another podcast, um, but this is my first individual project. Asia Rossini finally doing his own fucking thing. No fucking handcuffs. No no one feeding me lines. I am not here to get anybody over but me. And that's a first. <laughs> that's a first. Okay? My name is Asia Rossini, and, and I'm just going to give you guys just so many thank yous. There's so many thank yous just for listening, first of all. Thank you for downloading this or listening to it live or whatever the hell you decided to do. Thank you for taking the effort. Uh, I don't plan on making these things too damn long. There's nothing, oh my God, there's nothing worse than sitting down and committing, trying to commit to a three, four, or five hour fucking podcast. That's just, it, it's it's unspeakable torture. Okay, even if the subject matter is fucking good, I just, just no way for me to do that. So I'm not going to do that myself. I'm finally on the other side of the microphone, so I get to make that decision. And I, I have no intentions of doing that. My name is A.J. Orsini, and for the few, because I think anybody listening to this probably already knows me. I don't think anyone knew who's listening to the first episode. But on the off chance that there is someone new who's listening to this for the first time, my name is A.J. Orsini, and I have been in the wrestling business, the professional wrestling business, for about six years. Uh, six or seven years, but uh, 2011, we'll say, 2011. And I've gotten the chance to travel a lot of places, up and down the eastern seaboard, across the country. I've been with some of the biggest companies. I've I've worked with some of the best talent in the world. I, I've got a lot of useless 
freaking knowledge in this brain here. And one of the reasons why I've been toying with the idea of doing a freaking show is because, A, there's so many freaking podcasts out there right now that I just figured my voice would be lost in the wind. Who the hell can keep track of this shit anymore? Because I, I was trying to look up all the information on, on trying to put a podcast together when it's 8 million fucking things. Everyone's got something to fucking say. It's amazing. I don't even know what the views are like for these people. I guess it doesn't fucking matter because there's just so many of them. I mean, everyone's just sharing views. How does this work? Do I sign up? Is there, is there a newsletter or some shit I should be getting? I don't know. I'm new to the whole thing. I'm trying this all out for the first time. I'm using my own equipment that I purchased. And I actually think this was a freaking gift. I'm not even sure anymore. It's been sitting in my house, like I said, for about two years. Literally two years. They bought this equipment for me to use and it just sat collecting dust. And I, you know, got it all together now. I'm finally here. I'm finally here. So I've been traveling around, like I said, doing a bunch of shit. All right. And I finally decided I'm going to sit down. I'm going to buckle down and do this. Okay. Now, what the hell is this? Why the hell am I doing this? Okay? It's a very simple thing. All right? I want you to wrap your mind around this. See if you can understand where I'm coming from. Put yourself in my shoes. Ready? The reason why I'm doing this is because I really wanted to fucking do it. That was it. That's it. I want to do something, I fucking do it. That's it. There's no other way to go around it. That's the kind of person that I am. I don't sit here and just wait for things to happen. I dilly-dallied with the idea because I didn't want to get lost in the shuffle, but now I'm realizing now there's there's no way for me to get lost in the shuffle. I am Orsini. You'll learn as we go along that that goes a long way, okay? I want I want to thank my, my wife and my son for giving me the time to, to, to put this together. Uh, I want to thank my friends and uh, my family for supporting me and keeping on me about giving this shit a try and I'm going to do just that so as we get underway with this podcast okay I need to do something right now to to, to be honest with all of you we're going to open up this is like the genesis you know this is the beginning and I want to open up right okay I want to start this relationship with you guys off on the right foot okay I want to be completely 100% honest with you it's confession time for Orsini and by confession I mean I want to lay down some rules okay I want to be honest with you I want to tell you and those aren't rules for you these are going to be rules for me okay these are restrictions that I'm putting on myself okay I want to be honest with you guys I named this show Orsini's Uncensored Mind and that has many meanings first of which uncensored means I'm going to use language. You're may, you may not like said language. You've already heard a little bit of it so far because, again, I can't help myself. If you've been a fan of mine for years in the wrestling business and you've seen me work from show to show, one of the things that I always tried to do was keep myself as PG as possible because that's what's good for business. You know, I'm a ring announcer, I'm a commentator, I'm a host, whatever the case may be, to have your host walking around with bitch, fuck, cunt, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not business. You know, let the other guys be edgy. You're the, you're the host. You know, you can't go stealing the limelight from people. Right? So for about six or seven years, I've been handcuffed pretty good. But if you know me in any shape or form, okay, personally, they, people will tell you, okay? I don't curse like a sailor. I curse in a way that makes sailors embarrassed to be around me. 
okay? And I'm not a shock jock. This is not Howard Stern. I'm not sitting here for shits and giggles and just be like, fuck, bitch, cunt, motherfucker. Like, no, I, I speak this way because I like to have a full palette here when it comes to language stuff. And I'm going to curse from time to time. So if you're squeamish or if you're uncomfortable with language, probably not the show for you. Okay? If somebody does something stupid, it was fucking stupid. If somebody did something dumb, it was dumb as shit. You see what I'm getting at here? You see where I'm connecting these words together in a very, very inappropriate way. So if you're if you have a thing for language, not for you. Second meaning of uncensored, I wanted the ability to talk about anything that I wanted to talk about. Whatever I felt passionate enough to be talking about. I've already filmed some of the bits here that's going to be done on this show, and I've done a fair amount of research for most of them. Some of them are just passionate discussions that I'll be having with you, but some, I actually brought a few facts and statistics to the table. So I'm taking this pretty seriously, okay? But one of the one things about Uncensored is, is I wanted to talk about the things that I want to talk about and that I feel comfortable talking about, okay? So... I'm not going to be doing a pro wrestling centric podcast. Okay, that's my background. That's where people know me from, so I get it. People are just going to assume this is a wrestling podcast. And for the most part, I'm not going to lie, it might actually be because not only is it my favorite topic because I'm so knowledgeable in it, but it's also my favorite topic to talk about. So obviously, yeah, it's probably going to be pretty pro wrestling heavy. But there's a lot of other things going on in the world that I would like to discuss. So this is the form in which I will be doing that. I've done some of it on social media, but I'm, this isn't social media, man. This is this is podcast. This is audio. You guys are going to be able to hear this. You guys are going to be able to add tone and 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 really get a vibe from what I'm what I'm feeling and what I'm saying. So this is going to be a good avenue for me. Okay, but I'm not going to be doing a pro wrestling centric podcast, which means you can eliminate things like raw reviews. Smackdown reviews. I'm not breaking down any fucking pay-per-views. It's not happening. Okay? I don't have the time or the patience to do that shit because with everything going on, wrestling right now is so oversaturated, I don't have the fucking time to sit here and do it. WrestleMania was seven goddamn hours. I'm not going to sit here and fucking break down WrestleMania. If I'd be here all fucking day. I'm not going to do that. I have got shit to do. Those dishes are not going to fucking do themselves. So now, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be doing... Uh, Raw reviews and SmackDown reviews. Will I be taking situations that happened on these shows and having conversations about them? Sure. Okay. But I limit myself on the things that I say for two reasons. A, despite whatever you see on the internet, I actually don't like exposing the business. Ah, I know. Different frame of thinking in 2017. But it is something that I, I, I aspire not to do. Secondly, I the way that I critique myself, I never made it to the WWE. I'm never going to make it to the WWE. I don't give a shit how many years I put in. I'm not going to get there. And that's not me being down on what I can do or how much you know I, I really want it. It's because I don't have the willingness to sacrifice what it takes to get there. You understand what I'm saying? To be in the WWE, you have to sacrifice or at least be willing to sacrifice everything you have. It's, it's been said a thousand times. It's not a job. It's a lifestyle. 
when you get to the WWE, it's a different world. And I have too many things in my life that I'm not willing to sacrifice. I don't want to sacrifice time with my wife. I don't want to sacrifice time with my son. I don't want to sacrifice time with my family. And since I'm already occupying time with them, I don't really want to separate time from my friends. So I'll never be in the WWE. I got to blame them for not picking me up. It's my own fucking decision and lack of fucking effort. That's 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 not going to let me get to that level. So how the fuck do I look if I didn't have the balls, possibly even the talent, to get to that level, but I'm going to do a raw review and critique the people that did? No. I can understand when other podcasts do it. Especially, I, I actually think you have more of a right to do it as a fan than as an insider. Because at least with a fan... You, you have the, the the veil of ignorance. You don't really know what you're talking about, but you can say it confidently enough, and you can get a rise out of people. And since you're saying it so so uh, uh, vivaciously that you're not burning any bridges, you're not in the business, so you're free to take it there. I can't take it there, okay? Because even though technically, as we speak, I'm kind of out of the business right now, but I do intend on returning, and I'm not going to be able to return if I start shitting on people. So, I know you're probably thinking to yourself, well, then how uncensored will it really get? Very. Because while I will stop myself from doing it routinely, like on a week-to-week fucking basis, if I have to come on to this podcast and call somebody the fuck out, believe me, I'm going to call them the fuck out. And that's just the way that it's going to be. On any level, indie, WWE, New Japan, I don't really give a shit. I've been doing this long enough to know what I'm looking at. So if I get axed or if I see something that makes me fire the fuck up and I want to talk about it, I'm going to fucking talk about it. So it's a very thin fucking line I'll be walking while doing this podcast, but hopefully you and I will be able to take that trip together. So those are just some of the rules and regulations, all right? I'm going to be I'm going to be cursing, I'm going to be honest about a lot of things, I'm going to be playing things a little close to the chest we're going to see topic by topic how that goes another thing that i wanted to do i wanted to have a conversation it's very important to me to engage in 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 the opinions of other people because i like having discussion i i used to have pay-per-view parties all the time in my house and i'd have a bunch of people in here and we'd be drinking it up and fucking hollering at each other and and telling stories and and I love all that shit, okay? Here's the thing, though, folks. I mean, I need to get this out. Another rule that I'm putting on myself. First rule being cursing. The second rule being honest, but, you know, within reason. Third rule I'm putting on myself. The show is called Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I am Orsini. We're discussing things on my mind. And as much as I love my fans, and as much as I love the people that support me, and as much as I love the people who are going to download this and listen to this and share this and all that stuff, all that stuff's freaking great. Love it. I just want to let people know, I am not here to placate to you. I am not here to kiss your ass. I am not here to beg you for a like or a share or any of that shit. I have zero fucking intentions of doing any of that. 
Okay. For anybody who currently follows me on social media, they'll be the first ones to tell you. There's going to be some things on this podcast that are said that you're not going to like. You're not going to like it. There's going to be things that I say with you agree with. There's going to be things that I say that you're not going to agree with. Okay? I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about so you have a clear-cut idea of what the fuck I'm trying to say. Okay, because the biggest thing that I get killed out on social media, if you ask, if, if you look around, you'll see the biggest thing that I get killed on was when I expressed my opinion on Okada versus Omega. Now, I just said a second ago, I'm not going to go out of my way to disparage, especially two guys of that caliber. Okay, but I was asked my opinion on Omega o- Okada one. Okay. The 55-minute Broadway that, that, well, it wasn't a Broadway, but it was a 55-minute match that they had at that Wrestle Kingdom show. And my opinion was, because everybody was, oh, it's the greatest match of all time. Dave gave it six stars. I wiped my ass with Dave's star system. I don't really care. All right? I go with my eyes. All right? These eyes have seen 34 years worth of wrestling. So I watched the match. Greatest match of all time. As soon as you hear greatest match of all time and you haven't seen it yet, you're probably going to be disappointed. So I tried to keep an open mind. I watched the freaking match. Great match. It was good. It was a lot of fun. Greatest match of all time? No. Not even close. At least not for me. Because remember, greatest, subjective. To me, it wasn't the greatest match of all time. Actually, it wasn't in my top ten. But that's me. Okay? And I got killed for that. And I'm probably going to get killed for the next fucking thing I can say. And that's my point. That's what I'm trying to present to you right here in the beginning. Okay? I'm going to say things that you're not going to like. You want to tell me that I'm an idiot for not agreeing and you want to bring up points that argue and refute everything that I'm saying? Go for it. I'll go back and forth with anybody. I don't give a shit. We can do this. Especially when it comes to this topic. I got all fucking day. But as soon as you start getting out of hand, start threatening and start with 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 the stupid shit, Okay, quick block, but then I'll go to the next guy. All right, I'm not going to run from a fucking argument. I don't give a shit. We can do that. But I'm just trying to say up front, I'm going to say things that you're not going to like. Okay? So don't hit me with five fucking emails in a row with shit that, oh, that was a dumb, why did you say that? That was stupid. All right? That's a, that's a rule for you guys. Every five pieces of hate mail, you give me one positive one. All right? We'll do that. We'll work our way. We'll work in the middle. All right? So... Cursing's going to take place. I'm going to say shit that is truthful and honest. And I'm going to say some shit you may not like. Okay? So you can get on board with that now. Or you can shove the fuck off. That's just basically how that's going to go. All right? So we're going to have a good time. Like I said, I put a lot of effort into some of these bits. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things went into it. I'm going to be having some conversations about pro wrestling, obviously. But it's not limited to that. Okay, I'm gonna. I got a segment coming up on one of these shows about TV. Uh, my current fascination with TV shows that I just want to get out there. It's, there's there's a lot of sports shit happening. The Funky Yankees are in the fucking postseason, which I don't normally give a shit about, but I know my fan base gives a shit about it, so we'll talk about it. There's a lot of things going on, so I'm not limiting myself to being a fucking wrestling podcast. Not happening. So, buckle the fuck up. Okay, chin the fuck up as well. Let's get this shit started. All right. If if you're listening to this third party 
You can catch all the episodes and all the additional content. I have commercials. I have other things I got going on. You can catch them at ajoum.podbean.com. Very excited. Very happy to be part of the Popping family. And I can't wait to get this thing going. Again, infant stage. We're working from the very beginning here. Bear with me. So we're going to be right back. I got some cool stuff to tell you about. And I'll be right back. Hey, guys. Orsini here. And I'm not what you would call in air quotes avid reader but i recently stumbled upon something that's not just great but freaking awesome it's called underground adventures volume one and it's beautifully written by up-and-coming author jose a rivera it has not one not two not three but four exhilarating stories all wrapped into one book you can follow the adventures of stimulating characters such as diner cashier harry kenyon student of the occult gideon blackwell Rookie Thief Spencer Davis and Paranormal Inquisitor Joshua Stern as they not only attempt to figure out their predicaments but survive them as well. This is entertainment that won't break the bank either. I've placed links in the description for you to learn more about the book or get a hold of a hard copy for only 8 bucks by searching for the book on lulu.com. That's lulu.com. And for you 2017 people, for you Kindle users out there, a quick amazon.com search and this book will be yours for just $1. That's right, $1. You are robbing the bank. You're stealing from Peter here. These stories are a steal for this price so go and check them out all right guys i'm glad you guys got a chance to hear about that book it's a good book you guys should definitely check it out and we're off and running here i got all the rules and regulations out of the way but there's definitely something that i want to talk to you guys about and again not a pro wrestling podcast, but it's gonna have a lot of you know. It's gonna you know, I'm, pro wrestling is kind of what I do. So there was a reason why I waited till the very last minute <laughs> to, to 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 do this podcast or to do the first episode. It's because there's so much happening in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, we just had the pay per view on Sunday, Hell in a Cell, an amazing Monday, and I've I'm recording this um, just before SmackDown airs. So and I. I it's killing me right now not to know what the hell happened with Sami Zayn. But, and, and I know everyone's going to be talking about Monday with the Shield reunion and the way they brought him back. That was awesome. I, 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 again, I, I want to be honest and truthful. When I first heard about the Shield reunion, I was against it. Not a big Shield. I'm not a big reunion guy. I'm not a big fan of when groups get back together especially after they've run their course and then they split and especially with the like if you're gonna do a reunion between a, a group of guys that split and then bombed that makes a little bit more sense to me you know the Wyatt family getting back together Eric Rowan and Luke Harper getting back together that makes more sense okay but the shield getting back together the three top guys in the company back on the same team I'm not a fan but I will openly admit this. I was fully erect on fucking Monday because the way that they fucking came back was awesome. And I and, and I the way that they came back I think meant more to me and I think it meant more to you as a fan base, not just on them coming back, but the way that Seth and Dean got back. Cause they got they got all that shield shit out of the way early. You know, we didn't have to sit through weeks of Roman contemplating whether or not he can trust Rollins. 
You know, we didn't we didn't have to sit through a three-way awkward silence for several weeks. We did it with the two guys who are entertaining, Rollins and Ambrose. We got that shit out of the way so that by the time Reigns came into the situation, all he was was just the cherry on the Sunday, which is really all the fuck he ever was in the Shield. The cherry on the goddamn Sunday. So I know everyone's going to be talking about Shield. Everyone's excited about them coming back, and I'm I'm coming now that it's happening and it's here. There's not really much I can do about it except take the fucking ride. And even I have to admit, it looks like it's going to be a pretty fun fucking ride. But I'm I'm not here to talk about the Shield. I'm here to talk about Hell in a Cell. And I have a particular topic that I want to discuss, and it's a personal message from me to you, the fans. And I'm going to start off with my example. I'm going to take you to the main event, okay? Main event of this show, Hell in a Cell, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, a blood feud, if you will, okay? A blood feud that's going to be settled inside Hell in a Cell. And as a side note, it was pleasantly nice. That's redundant, right? They're both the same thing. Okay, it was pleasant. It was very pleasant to see two cell matches that actually fit inside of a fucking cell. Because it seems like every fucking year, we get cell matches with little to no buildup. It's just October, so it's a fucking it's time to do Hell in a Cell. But these two matches, the tag team match and Shane and Kevin Owens, fit. Blood feuds, the cell ended the feuds, perfect. So I'm going to take it to the main event for a second. Because the topic of conversation that I wanted to talk to you guys about is injuries. That's what I want to talk to you guys about. Injuries. Shane McMahon has done this stunt several times, several years. And every time, he either skated by or was only slightly hurt. Now, for you younger fans, you've only seen Shane do the one cell jump against the undertaker at wrestlemania 32 okay now you've seen your second cell jump this past sunday but the older fans will tell you he's made a career out of jumping out of jumping off of high shit and not for nothing the shit he was jumping off before way higher than the shit he's jumping off at hell in a cell okay when he was jumping off the side of those fucking titan trons that was crazy And he's been safe every single time. But like we tell you fans a thousand times, the don't try this at home bullshit, because any small thing can cause a big, big problem. Shane McMahon has done this stunt several times, folks. The word professional fits here. Shane's a professional. Shane's professional ass is still sitting in a hospital. From what I understand, he might have been released as early as today, but I know as of Monday, he was still in the hospital. Something went horrifically wrong. I know what it was, or at least I think I do from based on what I've seen. But that's the point. People who know what the fuck they're doing get hurt. Injuries are not a part of the game. They are the game. And more often than not, whenever I see a new class of students coming in, Whenever I see the young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed bitches off the street come in and think that they can do this as a side job or a fucking hobby, they end up leaving with their ass in their hands. This is my message. This is why I wanted to bring this up because this is fresh. It's a fresh example of trying to explain to people exactly what it is we do 
and the dangers of what we do because I don't think you're getting it. I don't think you understand. I know you, I hear it all the time from fans. When I go to shows, I hear it all the time. The fans respect what the wrestlers do. I respect what they put their bodies through. I see these men and women get into the ring and I can't, I can't even fathom putting my body through that. It's amazing. It's like, it's like Cirque du Soleil, you know, or like a really tough form of gymnastics or it's just, it's just the abuse you put on your body. I can't fathom it. No, I don't. I, I think that's the truest statement you've ever said, but I don't actually think you believe it. I don't think you believe it. I think there's a part of you that says, man, if I ever had the chance, I'd give it a shot. I'd love to go on the other side of this rail and just take a few bumps. How many times, and be honest, if you're within the sound of my voice, be honest with yourself. How many times have you gone to the autograph signings or the autograph signings take place like in the ring where it's like a, the big, the, like the main event guy, like like what TNA used to do. TNA used to do the autographs inside the ring. You know, Kurt Angle and James Storm and Rob Van Dam and all these guys would be in the ring. And at the end of the show, you pay ten bucks, twenty bucks to get in the ring, and you and you you take a picture, you get an autograph, all that stuff. How many times did you ever step in the ring, even for those five seconds, and just say to yourself, "Man, I I probably get kicked out of here, but I'd love to take one damn bump, or hit that rope just one damn time." Just to, just to feel just to feel what it's like, just to see what it's like. That curiosity, that little piece in your mind that's nagging on you to give it a shot, it's going to get you fucking killed. It's going to get you fucking hurt. It is. This is not a fucking joke. It's not a fucking game. This is for real. The people who know what they're doing get hurt all the time. They go to work wrestling. They go to work hurt every day. I'm 34 years old. I have the body of a 50-year-old man. Everything hurts all the time. I got used to it. A lot of wrestlers get used to it. Over time, you get used to things nagging and hurting and being bruised and being sore. Or maybe you're not hurt, but you've done so much damage to your body that like a rainy day will fuck you up. You know, or you'll suffer from migraines for no reason. These things are real. They don't go away. They're with you forever. And the reason why I'm saying this with conviction, or the reason why I feel so passionately about this is because I go to wrestling schools often, or at least I, if I'm not physically there, I speak to students all the time because I'll get messages, I'll get emails, I'll get comments asking for advice or who they should see or who they should go to. I get that shit all the time. And I tell people all the time, it may not be the thing that you want to hear, but it's the thing that I have to say. How much do you want to do this? And if the first thing out of your mouth is, I think it would be fun to do, don't fucking do it. Don't do it. If, you, if your goal is to not go all the fucking way, or, or at least to try to go all the way. And by all going all the way, I mean getting bookings, hitting the road, traveling, getting yourself out there, trying to make a real fucking go with this. I would advise you not to fucking do it. I get asked all the time, oh, I want to go to a wrestling school. What school do you recommend? I got, I got three questions that I ask all the time. How much do you really want to do this? Based on the answer, most people don't get to the second question. Because usually the answer to the first one is a stupid fucking answer. But if you answer it correctly, the second question is, is how much time are you willing to dedicate to going to the school? Because I don't know how many times 
people will tell me, I want to go to this school. And I say, okay, go to the school. It's a good school. You'll learn things here. And then they pay the money to go to school, and they never fucking step foot in it. $150 a month, 100 bucks a month, and I've seen people go a grand deep and never take a bump. What the fuck was the point? So how bad do you want it? How much time are you willing to devote to it? And the third time, what are you willing to give up for it? Because that's the next step, folks. The more successful you get in the wrestling business, the more time it's going to consume. You make money by being in high demand. That's how you make money in the wrestling business. You don't get guaranteed contracts until you see until you step into Vince's office, you don't get a guaranteed deal. Everything is per date, per appearance. You don't work, you don't eat. So, the more work you get, the more successful you become. So what the fuck was the point of taking the bumps in school if you're not going to go all the way? There's a phrase in the business. It's called weekend warrior. Okay? Basically, description of a guy who literally just works the weekends. He's going to be doing indies his entire life. He's not going anywhere else. That's it. And at that point, what does it matter? Forget the young guys for a second. I'm, this can go for the older guys, too. I don't know how many times I've walked into a gym and I get approached by somebody who tells me he's been in the business 18 years. 18 years? Doing what? Where where the fuck have you been for 18 years? I've been doing this for six. I've never fucking heard of you. I've never fucking seen you in the ring. I've, I've seen none of your work. What have you done? Where have you been? Where have you been killing yourself? Because he'll have the body and he'll have... The 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 t- his body will look and feel like an eighteen year vet, but you didn't do anything. Don't be that guy. Don't don't get in this simply because you went you you saw some wrestling on TV and thought it'd be fun to try. Look back. Go to go to the WWE Network. Pay your ten bucks, you cheap pieces of shit. Pay the ten bucks. Go on your fucking Xbox or on your phone and check out that fucking pay per view. Check it out. Look what the new day in the Usos went through. They're they're not injured, but they're hurt. Bad. Bad. They took they broke 17 kendo sticks in that match. Xavier Woods was handcuffed to a ring post and pelted repeatedly in the ribs with kendo sticks to the point where they were broken and were hit with broken sticks. You ready for that? Is that worth the hobby? There are too many people. When I first tried to get into the business, the very first real attempt, okay, I'm going to go to school. That was in 1999. 1999. There were almost no schools in the Northeast area. Almost none. I'm from New York. Spent a lot of my time also in Connecticut. There were no schools. None. The closest in like 99, 2000, the closest was in Philly, the CZW Academy. And I actually applied for the CZW Academy. And I was told no because of my distance. I was too far. And because of my age. But they told me the age thing after the fact. I was like 16. It's about 16 in 1999. 
Then I was told there was one school in New York. And it was run by Johnny Rods. And I'm sure if you're a fan of mine and you just heard the name Johnny Rods, your brain just fucking exploded. But yes, Johnny Rods. I heard about them because they were, apparently he had some sort of influence in training the Dudley Boys, which is how his name came up. I was reading something on the Dudley Boys and they mentioned Johnny Rods in New York. So New York was able to, that's super close. It's in the next borough the fuck over. Let's go talk to Johnny Rods. Johnny Rods told me I was too small. He wouldn't even bother to take my money. Waste of time, I was told. By the way, I've worked for every company in New York that matters, except his. Wonder why that was. Passion, commitment, these are not cliches. These are things that you need. In those days, it was so hard to get in. It was so hard to get in. You had to be trained by somebody with credibility. It, it, it was the only way you could do it. You couldn't. You couldn't get a guy you never heard of. You had to pay extra money. You had to pay a ton of money to wrestle for the right guys. That way, you can get exposure. You can get noticed. You can get bookings. There was no other way to do that. You had to be credible back in those days. Now, there's almost. No entry restrictions. If you've got a W-4, you're in. That's it. All, apparently, all you need to do is go to Models, get yourself a couple of, uh, you know, a pair of fight shorts and uh, some, some shooter shoes, or we call them wrestling shoes, and you're good. Get yourself a nice little uh, cut-off shirt, maybe a little face paint if you want to get snazzy, and you just go in the ring, do a bunch of goofy shit. And you'll get booked, too. Yeah, the guy, promoter will come over and hand you a bunch of tickets. You just go sell that and you're on, buddy. That's it. That's where we're at now. So to sit here and say that we can fix the problem, and the problem being people who are in the business that should not be. Okay? And trying to fix it from the inside, it's almost an impossible feat. Because there's money to be made on the dumb There's money to be made on the ignorant. And there's money to be made on those who were not informed. Now, you are informed. Now, you're hearing it from somebody who gives a shit about you. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I've seen a lot of friends get hurt. I got a friend who's got a metal plate in his fucking leg. It kills him every day. Still bumping. Still trying to make the dream come alive. But that shit's real life. A metal plate for a large percentage of his fucking leg. That's that's not good. I've personally had to see one of my best friends caught it off in an ambulance from a show. It, it's, just, it's not fun. You think it's fun. And it has fun moments. But it's not all fun. There's some real shit that happens behind that curtain that you guys will never know. Will never know. I hear it all the time. Kayfabe's dead. Kayfabe's not dead. Kayfabe can never die. For as long as there are liars and people willing to buy into those lies, Kayfabe will be alive until the end of fucking time. Kayfabe exists outside of the wrestling world. Kayfabe, Kayfabe 
is convincing another person that what you're doing is real. That shit is exists today. In any facet of life, kayfabe will always live. What do you think? Because you read PW Insider and you heard that this person said this to this person and and then they had an agreement to do this and he reneged. All of a sudden, you're in the business. You know, you don't know. You'll never know. You know what we tell you. <laughs> you know what we tell you. That's what you know. Everybody bases their their, their experiences and and how inside they are based on what they see on what RF videos on the, on the shooting series you think those are up on the up and up you think those things are are legit or did a bunch of people get in front of a camera and get paid to talk you make the decision on your own but as somebody who's seen the injuries somebody who's seen the pain who's seen the hurt who had to sit in a waiting room and wait to make sure to see if his friend was going to be okay for, to see a bunch of students come to, to, to one of the best schools in, 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 in New York or, or, or any state for that matter and come with such high hopes because they've sat in the audience a thousand times and watched the shows and they know what they know what's up. They know how to bump already. I know what I'm doing. I've seen this a thousand times. You know what happens to the people who know what they're doing when they come to school? They drop out in about a week. Because it's not what they think it is. There are too many people on the inside who shouldn't be on the inside. And that's not because they don't deserve a chance to live out their dream. It's because I don't think they really understand what it takes to achieve said dream. But I'm telling you now what it is. So now you have to make, you got to have that come to Jesus meeting on your own. How bad do I want this? How much time am I willing to devote to this? What am I willing to give up to have this? If you can't answer those three questions, don't kill your body. That's it. It's it's as simple. Don't take the bumps. Buy the tickets. Buy the shirts. Support your local indie. Live vicariously through your heroes. There's no shame in that. There's nothing wrong with that. People have been doing it for years. I got into wrestling because my one of my uh, my grandfathers when I was a kid was a huge wrestling fan. He was a wrestling fan his whole life. By the time I came around, he was super old, and he was still loving it. His favorite wrestler was Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. It's okay to be a fan. There's nothing. I don't understand why people think it's it's cool. It's cool to be on the inside. I know what's going on. What's the, what's that stupid shit? Smart. I'm a, I'm a smart. I'm a smart mark. How can you be a smart idiot? I don't understand how that works. You either know what's going on or you don't know what's going on. It can't be both. It can't be a smart mark. It doesn't make any sense. I'm pleading with you. This is my message to you. Take your time. Learn. Be passionate. Be vocal. Ask questions. Keep your mouth shut when you when you need to keep your mouth shut and ask your questions when you get a chance to ask your questions. Learn. Protect your body. Protect the person you're working with. But take a look at Sunday. Take a look at the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Owens and McMahon, those are two people who know what they're doing. And Shane will never be the same again. Any given Sunday, that 
can be you. You just need to make sure that if it happens to you, even if you answered all those questions and you said, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking doing this. I want to do this. Guess what? You can still be Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan answered all those questions with a green light. And he lived it. He gave it all up. Now, his neck and his brain are damaged forever. I love Daniel Bryan as a performer and as a person. I think he's awesome. He wants to wrestle again. Personally, I think he'd be a fucking idiot to do it. But it's not my life. It's his life. He wants to risk his marriage. He wants to risk fatherhood for for the thrill of the crowd. That's him. But just know, injuries are not a part of the game. They are the game. So take heed, look at that spot again, and think to yourself, how bad do I want it? Orsini here, and right now I want to talk to you guys about Chauffeur Travel Solutions. With a strong background in the hospitality industry, the founders of CTS recognized the need for a transportation company which utilized modern technology and implemented it to an existing platform to better serve the needs of passengers traveling to their hotel or city destinations. Chauffeur Travel Solutions seeks to find the best qualified drivers along with the newest vehicles to serve their guests. Unlike most traditional transportation companies, CTS strives to cater to a guest's specific needs to ensure ultimate satisfaction as they look to build a long-term relationship with you, the client. They offer all kinds of late model sedans, luxury sedans, SUVs, limousines, shuttle buses, I mean anywhere from 10 to 54 passenger vehicles, each providing comfortable seating, air conditioning, a plush leather interior, dark tinted windows, reading lights, I mean even refreshments upon request. Go to www.mylimousinedriver.com. That's mylimousinedriver.com to get your quotes. You can make your reservations. If not the website, you can also check out CTS on social media by looking up Facebook, Chauffeur Travel Solutions, Instagram, Chauffeur Travel Solutions, and of course on Twitter at CTS Ride. Hey guys, so listen, I want to end every show by giving back to the pro wrestling community. You see, the pro wrestling community has given me so much, I want to give back. And the only way that I can do that, in my mind, is through this show and to do something I like to call the Weekend Warrior Spotlight. I say it again, the Weekend Warrior Spotlight. That's right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spotlight professional wrestling companies, independent level, running over the weekend in your local area. Now, see, we're at the infant stage here. So I just want to emphasize by saying I can only really plug companies that I know, that I trust, will deliver great action and great entertainment to all of the wrestling fans out there. So I'm not going to be plugging companies that are crap. If you're a crap company, I'm not going to plug you. And the only way that I can know for sure that you're not a crap company is by letting me know who you are. So I live in New York. So tonight, 
I'm going to plug a New York company, one that I do not work with, one that I'm not affiliated with. I happen to know the guy that runs it, yes, and I want to help the guy out. You hear that? No politics here. I don't give a fuck what you did before. I don't give a shit that you never booked me. It's all about the wrestling business. And it's all about giving the wrestling fans something great to enjoy. Isn't that a crazy concept? So, I don't have to relegate this just to New York. I'm more than happy to plug any indie fed in any state, anywhere. And if you want your show plugged for an upcoming weekend, please email me at AJ Orsini. That's A-J-O-R-S-I-N-I 96 host H-O-S-T at gmail.com. Send me your information. If I can look over the information and you're a company that I like or I respect and I feel is a quality company, I will plug the ever fucking shit out of you. If you send me a bunch of shit, I'm probably going to no-sell you and go on with the rest of my goddamn life. But if I do like what I see, I will plug because I always like to help people, especially when they've been helpful to me and supportive of me. If you've never helped me and you've never supported me, guess what? I'm going to fucking plug you anyway. You know why? It's not about me. It's about the wrestling fans. And it's about the fans getting the best damn buck or bang for their damn buck. Okay? So, this particular weekend is I'm going to be plugging a company called Capital Wrestling. That's right, Capital Wrestling. They're running October 14th. That's this Saturday from when this airs, October 14th. They're going to be running in Hoboken, New Jersey. 301 Garden Street is the exact address. You can find them on Facebook. I do not believe they have an actual website website, but you can definitely capture them on Facebook. Capital Wrestling. I can go through the card, but I'm not going to waste my time because it's awesome all the way through. Like I said, I'm not going to plug a company that's complete note of shit. Okay? The fucking company is a good company. A lot of great action. The facility is awesome. You're not going to freeze your balls off. You're going to have some straight up fun. All right? There's a lot of things going on on this particular show. The television championship owned by the colossal Mike Law will be defending his championship against Bo Crockett. They have a tag team mayhem match. It's going to be a six-man tag team match. Timmy Danger, Ryan Zane, and Sizzling Stan Styles going against the Rock God, Ronnie Burton, Salty Dog, Joey Ace, and of course Nyla Rose. This is going to be a multi-person matchup. And if you've never seen these, like I know to some of you people these names may be foreign, okay? The Rock God, Ronnie Burton, it, you have to see him live to really believe him, okay? Uh, this is one of the guys that I that I, I I actually found out about. He's straight out of the uh, uh, of uh, Seth Rollins' school, and he's an amazing athlete. Joey Ace, a veteran of the New York area, Stan Styles is just I don't have words for Stan Styles. He's a creepy dude. I mean, to me, he's a creepy dude, but he's he's an amazing talent as well. I, I know some of these guys personally. Lionel Rose, I know, can bring it. It's going to be Tag Team Mayhem. They're also promoting a double main event. Now, for those of you new to the business or listening and are not pro wrestling fans, double main event, two matches that will end the show back-to-back. Yeah, I know you hear main event, you think one. This is a double, folks. This deal means there's two matches. Two matches worthy of main event distinction. The first of which, Anthony Gangone, the former House of Glory world champion, going against Matt McIntosh. If you've not seen Matt McIntosh in the ring, okay, <laughs> you, you, I can't 
I can't put into words. Sorry. No, I can't do it. I can't. I was going to try to put into words Matt McIntosh, an amazingly gifted talent. And Anthony Gangone is a bit of is a bit of an enigma st- still to this day. To me, I've been working with Gangone for years. He's still an enigma. All right, so you put these two guys in the ring, it's going to be nothing but mysterious chaos all over the place. And the second main event match, Logan Easton LaRue against Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss is taking the wrestling world by storm right now. If you're not following Sonny Kiss, you're really missing out. On an entertainment level, on an athletic level, as a wrestler, as a performer, Sonny Kiss is one of the best in the world right now. In the world, okay? Got to keep your eye on Sonny Kiss. And Logan Easton is, is an up-and-comer. So there's no doubt in my mind that this is definitely double main event worthy. There's a lot going on on this card. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Bring the women and children. Of course, the doors are going to be open at 7, but the bell time is at 8. Okay, you can get your tickets by going, oh, there you go, capitalwrestling.com. You can get your tickets over there. There is an actual website, see? I wrote in my notes that it didn't, and then in my notes I wrote that it did. I'm contradicting myself because I'm an asshole. So, yes, you can go to capitalwrestling.com and you can get your tickets. That's this Saturday, October 14th. And I know you're saying to yourself, Orsini, why the hell are you telling us when the doors open if the bell time's at 8? I'm just going to show up before the bell time so I can get right into the action. Well, that's horse, that's horse cocky right there. Horse cocky. Okay, horse cocky. Don't do that. You know why you should be there at seven o'clock? Because there's a ton of crap going on just for the fans before the actual action starts. That's right. Or see, what are they doing at this building before bell time that makes me want to get here or gives me the incentive to show up on time? Well, Capital Wrestling is also presenting a raffle. Or CD, I don't give a shit about raffles. No, bro. Give a shit about this raffle, okay? Because Capital Wrestling is offering a special raffle for this show. You can win a Capital Wrestling button pin, a trading card, and all inside of a, a, a secret stash inside of a, a, a fanny pack, okay? You know you want the damn fanny pack. I want a fanny pack. I may get the raffle just to do that. And you can also get a free month of DDP yoga inside the Savage Stash fanny pack, bro. It's going to be awesome. It's $3 a ticket, 5 tickets for $12 and you can actually get an arm's length worth of tickets for 20 bucks so my suggestion to you is don't let the kid pay 20 bucks okay bring your uncle who's like 6'6 and has that freaking wingspan bring his ass to the venue and get the raffle tickets for him again the doors open at seven o'clock and the show begins at eight and even while the show goes on my friends chef daniel you don't know who chef daniel is chef daniel's the man okay Chef Daniel's going to be serving up some awesome shit to eat at this venue, okay? It's going to be awesome. They're going to be stuffing your fat, filthy faces, you know, American style, all right? He's got dropkick buffalo sliders, five-knuckle BBQ pork sliders with slaw. Not even coleslaw, it's slaw. Glorious nachos, body slamming beer, mac and cheese, chicken and waffle cupcakes. I don't know how that works, but I'm fucking hungry as hell hearing about it. And then chocolate. How do you follow cho- chocolate cupcakes? How do you how do you put chicken and waffle cupcakes and then chocolate cupcakes? I don't know. Chicken and waffle cupcakes just looks like it would just bend chocolate cupcakes over and fuck it. Like a chicken and waffle cupcakes is just it just sounds awesome. And then you put like this basic bitch right next to it, chocolate cupcakes. But if if chicken and waffles is not your thing and you're a big chocolate chip guy or girl, fuck it. They've got those too. So you can get the awesome shit or you can get the basic shit. But if you know if you get the basic shit, we're gonna ridicule you. But you can get the basic shit, too. So CapitalWrestling.com, you can get your tickets there. October 14th, double main event, a lot going on with Capital Wrestling. 
Thank you so much for listening to the debut show. We have a lot more to come within the coming weeks. Every Wednesday at 9 p.m., ajoum.podbean.com is where it all goes down. There are many ways to follow me on social media. I gave uh, uh, I gave the uh, the Podbean, uh, obviously on Facebook. You can search A.G. Orsini. My Twitter and my Instagram are the same, at A.G. Orsini 96. Again, I have a Tumblr for some fucking reason. If you happen to be on Tumblr, it's uh, ajoum.tumblr.com. Uh, I wouldn't contact that one. I, I don't have, I, I don't know much about, <laughs> I don't know much about Tumblr. That was an idea somebody else came up with. I post shit on there. I may get a fucking, like, I'm going to be posting at least once a week. So if you don't want your shit read immediately, yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Tumblr. Uh, I'm on Facebook religiously. So if you want to contact me, you can contact me through Facebook. Or you can email me your questions or comments to the show. I want to have a fucking conversation. A conversation's two goddamn ways. So fucking email me, ajorsini96host at gmail.com. So thanks again, guys. You have no idea. How stressful this process has been. I'm glad I got the first one out. It's only going to get better from here, folks. Trust me, the more comfortable I get, the better these fucking episodes are going to be. Uh, there's, It's not always going to be just me. I have uh, uh, some other guests that are going to be on with me. Um, I'm going to be doing some interviews. I'm going to be bringing some people in. It's going to be a ton of fucking fun. I got some questions about phone calls. Listen, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the phone call proponent. Too much can go wrong. There's a lot of equipment shit that goes along with that. So I, I'm again. This is the infant stage. I've said it like four times. I'm. T- I don't want to be repetitive, but it. It. I'm, this is the bear. Like I'm just starting. So the phone calls. I'm not really stressing. Let me work the shit out with all the other stuff, and then maybe we'll get to fucking phone calls. Uh, but definitely the email. If you want to like be a part of the show right now, email is the best way. So thank you guys for listening to the show. I hope to be banging out these episodes um weekly on wednesday this particular episode i waited till tuesday because i had some things going on and i just wanted to be up to date for the first show i may be taping them earlier than this sundays maybe monday so if i'm a little behind on shit you know don't bust my balls about it i'm just doing the best that i can so this was episode one or series uncensored mind uh as bad as you may think it was trust me it will only get better from here I think. Or maybe you thought it was good. I don't know. Fucking tell me something. Feedback, motherfucker. Tell me something. Okay? So, thanks. Check out the podcast. Check out Capital Wrestling on Saturday. And check my ass out on social media. I'm out this motherfucker. Bitches. Please. Please listen to my husband's show.